put your seatbelt on, I told him. He fastened it just before we skidded out onto another road and then into another field. We drove alongside a little path before skidding onto the road. The side of my car slammed into the side of the truck, sending the back end of it outwards. I fought with the steering wheel to keep control of the car, then chased after them. I could see the headlights of Lucien's and Danny's cars in my rearview mirror. Time for you to get out, I told Jake. What? He disappeared in a second. I looked in the mirror again and saw him reform in the passenger seat of Lucien's car. It must have frightened Lucien because he nearly lost control of his car. I moved to the side of the truck again and slammed into it repeatedly, but it did no good. I burst their tires, but they fixed them again instantly. That proved they weren't ordinary people, and that meant they were mine. I blasted the truck with energy balls, but they seemed to reflect off it, as though they had a protective barrier around the vehicle. Very clever, I said out loud. We'll do this the hard way, then. I shot in front of them, creating a large distance between us. I saw them try to turn onto a side road, so I sent a wall of earth and dirt flying upwards to block their path. I was determined they would have to follow behind me. They tried to turn off again, this time into a field, but they met another wall and were forced to stay on the road. I increased the distance between us more and more. I drove down a rather large hill, and as soon as I hit the flat road again, I slammed my brakes on, screeching and spinning to a stop a few hundred yards from the foot of the hill. I got out of the car and walked a few steps towards the hill again, and then stopped and waited. I waited for what seemed like hours, but couldn't have been more than a minute. I saw the headlights of the truck appear at the top of the hill and watched as it descended. The guy's cars weren't far behind. When the driver saw me, he increased his speed, but I didn't move an inch. I waited until it was only a few feet in front of me. I reached out in front of me and lifted my arms above my head. I heard the guy's cars skid to a stop as the truck rose from the road, tipping upside down in the air. I threw my hands towards the field on the left of me. The truck smashed onto the ground and rolled several times before finally coming to a standstill. The tires were bent out of their usual position, the roof had nearly been torn off, and all the windows and headlights were smashed. Three people dragged themselves out of the truck, falling onto the grass and rolling around in pain. I walked closer to them. The part of the low wooden fence blocking my way to the field flew into the air, clearing my path. Kira! Lucian shouted, but I paid no attention. As soon as I was close enough to see their human faces and black eyes, I raised my left hand. All three of them rose from the ground, their legs dangling. I opened my fingers wide and their arms stretched out to their sides. I held my right hand out, palm up, and the bullet that had killed Tyler appeared, floating an inch above my hand. I'm going to show you what a bullet feels like, I seethed. The bullet shot towards them. It ripped through them all, in no particular order, over and over again, and as easily and quickly as a hot knife cuts through butter, shredding their clothing. At first, they screamed in pain as the bullet hit their arms and legs, but quickly turning silent as it shot through their chests. I held my right hand out again, and the bullet returned. Then I threw my left hand forward, sending all of them back inside the truck. I turned away from them and walked back towards my car. I could feel the guys staring at me, but I didn't look at any of them. When I got closer to them, they backed away quickly. I got in the car and started the engine. At the same time I set off, the truck in the field exploded, sending parts of tires and bits of metal into the road. As my car approached them, they were thrown to the sides, and I made my way back to the house. I pulled up on the drive. Everyone was still on the porch. As I walked up the steps, I saw Sophia had moved so that Tyler's head was resting on her knees and she was facing his feet. 
Someone had closed his eyes now, and she was stroking his face. A few minutes later, Lucien and the others pulled up and joined us on the porch. I looked around at everyone. All of them in tears? I couldn't stand to see them like that. 